Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host and soul-centered leadership coach, Anastasia Burtnick. If you are a spiritual seeker looking to learn, grow, and make deep and lasting change in your life, you are in the right place, my friend. I'll be serving you up juicy topics on soul work, relationships, purpose, power, and everything in between. Together, we are going to dive deep into our hearts and souls so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. So let's just dive into it today. This might be a bit of a shorter episode, but I really want to talk to you about the fact that it's December and the year is ending and next year is a new decade. Not just a new year, but a whole new decade. That's right. And of course, you know this because not only are you just a human being who probably keeps track of time, though if you don't, that's cool too. Um, But the other thing is that every single person and their dog is talking about this. Now, I'll be very honest, I have a love-hate relationship with the ends of years and especially the end of a decade. You know, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's super important. It is important to finish off a year um, and bring in the new year. And then it's also important to finish off a decade and bring in the new decade. But it's not a be all end all. And, you know, I always feel pressure this time of year. And I'm sure you're no different. If you, and if you're one of those people who like breezes through the ends of the year and you're just like amped up about everything, that's freaking awesome. But I think a lot of us, we feel the pressure and we, you know, everybody is saying, oh, make sure you finish off December strong. Like, don't like, you don't want to fail. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. You got to finish it off strong. And This is a whole decade, so you have to be even stronger than every other new year that you've ever experienced because it's the end of a decade and we're bringing in a new decade. Oh, yeah, I get it. I get all of it. But I also think that that is not the greatest mentality to go into the end of the year with and it's not the greatest mentality to go into a new year with, including the new decade. We already have so much pressure on ourselves that we don't need to add more. Now this, now this said, I'm not encouraging you to do nothing. And I'm not encouraging you to like not listen to other people. What I am encouraging you to do is just listen to yourself. Just listen to what you actually need. Now, I do think it's important to honor the year that has that is going out as well as bring in the new year's energy. And that includes the decade. So, if you look back at at the past 10 years, what have you accomplished? What are the things that have gone on? 
Um, what have, what hardships have you experienced? What have you healed from? Who have you become over the past 10 years? And then who are you becoming? So this whole, this whole decade thing and this whole end of the year thing. I love that, you know, I do love that people put so much emphasis on it because it, I do believe that it is important to honor it for sure. But when you are just pushing, 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 you're not giving yourself room to breathe. And we really need that. You need that at this time of year. And especially those of us in the, um, in the Northern Hemisphere, we're in winter. So we're in a slower period of life. We're, in, we're meant to slow down and take time. And, you know, this time of year, it is about, it is about reflection and it is a slowing down. So yeah, of course you want to reach your goals by the end of the year. And I hope you do. And also know that it's okay if you don't. What I want you to really focus on for the end of the year is just taking some pressure off yourself and doing your best. Now, your best is going to look different every single day. You are not going to have a day where your best is identical to the day before it or the day after it. Every single day, your best is going to look different. And that is so powerful. Because knowing that your best looks different every single day gives you more power because you're not giving your power away to having to be perfect. You're not giving your power away to other people because you're not meeting their expectations or, and you're not giving your power away to your own beliefs that aren't actually serving you. Knowing that you did your best every day and actually knowing it is your power. So I want you to look at this. There is going to be some days when your best is going to look like you rock it at work that day and you come home and you meal prep and then you go out with some friends and you, you maybe you landed some sales calls and you accomplished so much in this day because you got projects done and damn, you're on fire. And then other days, your best might look like, yeah, you didn't feel so great at work today or you didn't get everything done. Uh, but you, you know, you managed to, um, you managed to stay in a good mood all day, despite the fact that you weren't quite feeling, feeling very good. And you came home and, you know, you weren't, you were, you were pretty tired because you managed to stay in a good mood all day. Um, but you think you just need to order some food tonight. So you order in and you take a relaxing evening and, you know, you have all this stuff that's on your to-do list and, and it's at the back of your mind, but you just don't have the energy to do it today. But you did everything that you could do today. So 
you still in that day when you weren't feeling the best, even though you didn't show up to whatever expectation that you normally would have for yourself, you still did your absolute best that day. Because if your best is just being happy and honoring yourself and knowing that, yeah, you're too tired to cook tonight, so you are going to order food. And knowing that it's okay that you didn't finish those projects, but you did everything you could. And knowing that tomorrow's a new day. That's your best. Sometimes your best looks like this super big, impressive, amazing thing. And other days it looks like just being happy and just doing what needs to be done to the best of your abilities. So I want you to come at the end of this year, at the end of this decade, just being your best, however that looks on a daily basis. Just do your best for that day and let go of the the heavy feelings of responsibility and expectation because you don't need to live in expectation land where everything is super high and you're expected to perform. You don't have to live there. Sometimes you visit and that's cool, but you don't have to live there. So as you're moving into the end of the year, be conscious of your time and your thoughts and just the way you're showing up. So like I said, just do your best no matter what that looks like. But also just be very aware of what you're doing. Are you doing things that light you up? Or are you doing things that make you feel smaller? This time of year, especially with the holidays, can be very stressful for so many of us. Everyone else has expectations and if you don't do this, you're no good. And if you do do this, you're good. And you need to be this place and this place and this place and this place. And you have to get gifts or don't get gifts. Or like, There's so many things that we are expected to do this time of year. And we forget that the reason that the holidays actually exist is just to spend time together. And, you know, I firmly believe that a holiday is not a day like the Christmas season if you celebrate it is not just the 24th and 25th of December and then that's it I believe it's a season and you know my belief around that takes so much pressure off me because otherwise if it's just two days and you miss those two days well you missed you missed out on Christmas and you're you're horrible and no good very bad person So take some pressure off. Find what works for you. So for for me, the Christmas season, oh my God, it can be so stressful, especially with some of my my family. 
um, because they, they're the kind of people that believe that it's a day. And if they don't see you on that specific day, well, then you have missed Christmas and there's no point and you're, you're horrible and you don't love them. So that's kind of some of the feelings that comes up with my family. And I have to be very clear in setting boundaries that serve me. And remember that this boundary setting is not about, oh, boundaries are not about hurting someone else. Boundaries are about protecting yourself and your energy and your goals and whatever it is that you are doing in your life. A boundary is there to protect yourself. And it doesn't mean that you don't care. And it doesn't mean that you're bad or selfish or um, horrible or whatever judgments might come up. You're, you're not any of those things because you set a boundary. What you're doing is you're honoring yourself and what you need. And remember that honoring yourself and what you need is super important because you cannot pour from an empty cup. So if you are constantly giving, 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 doing, 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 doing for others and never receiving for yourself or rarely receiving for yourself, you're going to feel depleted. You're going to feel burnt out. You're going to feel resentment. And it's not a good place to be. So setting boundaries is actually an act of self-care for yourself. So just be very aware of what you need and take time for yourself. So bringing about the end of the year and this holiday season and the end of the decade, I know I'm saying it funny, um, but I feel every time I say the end of the decade, I try, I try not to make it a big deal because I mean, on one level it is, but on the other level, it's, it's really not because it just adds so much pressure. But it's the end of a decade, 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 decade. I don't know. I just feel like there should be some special effects whenever I say it. But, you know, when you're coming, as you're coming into the end of the year, just focus on what, on what you need. Focus on what you need. And... I encourage you to take some time to honor everything you have been through. So for the year, there's, there's so many ways that you can honor the year that's passed and the decade that is passing. And you can do like a ceremony. So you could have like a little fire ceremony where you write down everything that happened, everything that you became. Um, and you can burn it or you could throw it in a river. I mean, if you really wanted to, you could flush it down the toilet and like, as long as it feels sacred to you, you could totally do that. The point of this is that you are using your energy and intention to release the old and bring in the new. So every year, something that I do in, uh, towards the end of December is I do a card reading. So an oracle, and typically an Oracle card reading, um, 
though this year I might do tarot. We'll see. But typically an oracle card reading. And I do it for the entire upcoming year. So I pull one card for the energy of the year. And then I pull 12 cards, um, one for each month to see the energy of each month as the year progresses. And I journal on it. I write down the messages. And it's something that I have the ability to refer back to during the year as time goes on. And it's so interesting to me because um, every time I've done this, <laughs> oh my God, it's been so accurate. Um, sometimes that's a little off. So like, for example, if I got a message in March, sometimes it actually starts in the beginning of April. But generally the, the energy is there. The lessons are there. And what it does for me is it's, it's not predicting the future or anything. It's just giving me a guide. And with that guide, I have extra things that I can be aware of, that I can work on. Um, sometimes I have reminders to take care of myself more because the energy for that month is going to be a little more intense and that's okay. So that is part of what I do to really honor the upcoming year is that I read the energy for it. The other thing I do, um, I actually like doing uh, fire ceremonies. So I have a little, I have a little bowl that used to be like a, can a giant candle um, and I will burn paper in there. So what I will do, and I actually did this for Samhain, um, which is like the, oh, like the pagan, Kind of, it's not specifically the pagan new year because it's kind of hard to explain, but it's like, it's like the end of the year, but then there's a period of rest in between before the actual new year starts, but it's like a period of rest and like dormancy and just quiet. Um, and that falls uh, at Halloween, um, which that's, so that's when Samhain is. And so I like to do a fire ceremony. So I will be doing the same thing that I did then um, at the new year. So what I will be doing is I will be writing out um, both for the year and then also for the decade, just things that I've experienced, that I have overcome, that I've healed, the all the transformations I've had and if there's anything, um, just anything else that comes up for something that I want to honor for having happened in the decade and in the year. So I like to write those out and I do this in three parts. So one is about honoring what has happened and who I've become. The other thing I do is I write down everything that I'm ready to release. So if there's limiting beliefs or fears, judgments, anything like that, anything I'm ready to release and let go of, that's part two. And then part three is writing intentions for the year. So I start with the honoring. So I write everything out that's happened and what, I feel the honoring is um, it's like you're, you're acknowledging that it happened 
you're acknowledging your growth. And then by burning it, it's like it's returning it to spirit. And by returning it to spirit, you're, you're, you're integrating everything that you've been through. And when you return it to spirit, it just makes it one with your soul again. But it's not a lesson that's at the forefront of your mind. It's just part of you now. So it's part of you and you've released the hold on it. It's there for you to call it up when you need the wisdom or you need to review the lesson. But other than that, it's just part of your soul journey. And it's so important to honor it. Um, Because if we don't honor what we've been through and where we've been and where we've come to, then it's like we're, we're not honoring and taking care of a part of ourselves. It's like we're saying that all of this happened, but we're not really going to acknowledge it. So honoring it is very important. So after I've written everything out, I burn it and I just sit with it for a few minutes and I let it become ash and I let that energy go back to spirit, go back to the universe and just no longer be tied to the earthly plane. So that is just part of my soul as wisdom that I can call up when I need. Then I go on to um, things I want to release. So the releasing, again, is those limiting beliefs. It's judgment, fear, anything that you are ready to heal and to move on from, that is what you can write for, the, for this part of um, the releasing. So I like to write each on an individual slip of paper, but you can do it however you want. And then I will say I release the fear of not being enough. And then I will burn it. So I, And I do that intentionally for each fear, judgment, thing that comes up that I'm ready to release. And then lastly, I have my intentions that I want to call in for the for this upcoming year. And those intentions, it can be anything. It can, if I want to manifest something, I can do that. It, um, if I want to just feel better, if I want to embody different traits, um, whatever that, whatever I want to call in, that is what I, that's what I do. And I write on those papers and then I burn it. And what, the reason I burn it and the, the reason that I don't keep it, um, my intentions, is because I don't want to focus on them in that. Okay, so let me backtrack a sec here. So when you are calling something into your life, you want to plant the seed. So when you think about it, or when you write it down, what you're doing is you're planting the seed, but then you have to let the seed grow. So if you are constantly going back to the intention that you set um, and you're focusing on it and like focusing on like, why don't you have it yet? Or um, 
focusing on when it when it's going to come or anything like that what you are doing on an energetic level is digging up that seed every time so when you're setting an intention for the year it's best if you just let it like if you burn it or flush it <laughs> whatever feels right for you um drown it in water whatever way you want to kind of release it to spirit or the universe, um, you want to do that so that you are not constantly digging up that intention. You want to let it grow. So some of my intentions was to feel very confident in my abilities, to trust my own wisdom, to speak without fear, those are some of the things that um, I called in for the for Samhain, so the the Halloween kind of New Year and the pagan New Year. And I will have a different set for this um, for this upcoming actual year. And intentions like that and things I want to call in. I'm already starting to embody them. So they're in your mind, they're in your heart, they're in your soul, but you don't have to be so hyper-focused on it. Just set it and, and let it let it grow. So that is the ceremony that I like to do, and you can do what feels good to you. But take time. Just take the time to do it. Don't feel rushed. Don't feel like you have to have everything perfectly um, done. And you don't have to have everything 100% done for January 1st. And, you know, I, um, I'm actually not a believer in resolutions. Anytime anybody asks me if I'm setting New Year's resolutions, I say no, because I, I honestly don't believe in them. I think that the intention behind the resolutions, like the true intention is a good idea. Um, but with the intentions themselves, people, or with the resolutions rather, they are trying to change their life all in one, um, all in one go. And they're not fully aligned into everything. So the common resolutions is I'm going to lose like 10 pounds this year and I'm going to work out every day and I'm going to stop smoking and change my life. And, and while all of these are so great, most people fail at them because they're not connected to something bigger and they're not connected to who they're becoming. They're setting these resolutions because they feel like they have to, not because, not because they truly want to. And even if there's a part of them that wants to make these changes, um, they feel like, okay, so I'm off track here. So people set these resolutions because they feel like they have to and not necessarily because they want to. Um, but if people feel 
that they do want to make these changes because they're not connected into the reasons, the actual reasons why, and the reasons um, why they're taking the actions that they are right now, they're not aware of the wounds or the beliefs that are having them do these behaviors like not working out or like smoking or, um, or like self-sabotaging with eating because you don't have, you don't actually know what the underlying reason why is. That's another reason why they fail. So that you might want to change. You might want to change, but if you're not doing the deeper work, chances are you're not going to change because you would have done it already. So maybe look at this new year a little bit differently. Look at it as a way to bring in a different version of yourself. Connect into the higher version of yourself. And really think about who you want to become. And the person that you want to become is actually your true self. And your true self as the highest version is no less true than who you are now. The difference is that the highest version of yourself has released the limiting beliefs and the conditioning um, that keeps you small. And that highest version of yourself has done the healing work that needs to be done. Because no matter what your life has looked like, whether it's been full of hardship or it's been full of joy, you still have limiting beliefs. You still have condition, like conditioning that needs to be changed. And you still have wounds. And those all need to be looked at and healed and integrated into ourself so that you can be that highest version of yourself that truest version without any blocks or limitations. So I encourage you, set some intentions for this year. I wouldn't, if you really want to, go ahead and set resolutions, but I would give yourself a break from them for this year. And set an intention of how you want to feel how you want to show up every day, who you want to become, the things you want to step into, rather than trying to fix what you think is broken. You're going to do the deeper work. I know you are because you're here listening to this podcast. You're going to do the deeper work, but you don't need to focus on everything that you think is broken or wrong about you. You are naturally going to change your behaviors. You are naturally going to heal. And yes, absolutely. If you need help with that, get help. So if that looks like therapy, if that looks like um, maybe smoking cessation um, drugs, or maybe it looks like 
going to a program like Alcoholics Anonymous, or it might look like hiring a coach or going to school or whatever it is, whatever help you need to move yourself forward, go get it. Go get the help. You don't have to do it alone. You know, my coach always says, and I know that it was one of his mentors that taught him this, but he always says that you have to do the work alone because you're the only one that can do the work, but you don't actually have to do it alone. So the journey, you don't have to walk that alone. You can have as much help as you need and are willing to receive. And the willing to receive part is key there because you might need help, but if you're not willing to receive it, you're not going to get anywhere. But just because you have to do the work yourself doesn't mean you have to actually do it alone. So reach out and get the help you need, whatever that looks like. Sometimes that is leaning on a community. Sometimes that's working with a coach. Sometimes that's working with a therapist. Sometimes that's just getting advice on something. But get the help you need. One of the best things that we can do is to stop being so prideful so that we can build connection and have help and not walk this journey alone. Because although you can do amazing things walking this journey alone, and there are some of you that have accomplished a lot alone, most of us, we can't actually do it alone. And it is so much harder and it takes so much longer doing things by yourself than with people. I'm sure you've heard the term, it takes a village. And it really does. Every aspect of your life takes a village. So lean on your village. And know that it's okay and it doesn't make you any less than. Asking for help, leaning on your community, It just adds to your life. It doesn't take away anything. So for this year, connect into your highest version of yourself, into who you want to become. If you don't have a specific vision yet, that's okay. There's no rush. You'll get there because you are in the perfect place that you need to be right now. And you are walking the perfect path that you, need to work, that you need to walk. And you don't need to focus on what anybody else is doing. Just stay in your own lane. But look at, look at that highest version of yourself. And although all the pieces might not be there yet for you, they will come. But the important thing is knowing how you want to feel and what you want your life to look like at least in the, the closer immediate future. And again, this will change as you grow. So just because you write something down, it's not stuck like that. You'll evolve. The highest version of yourself will evolve. Um, and it, 
always evolves no matter what level you're at because you are always going to continue to grow. So again, look at how you want to feel. Look at um, what you want your life to look like on a day-to-day basis. The things you want to be doing. Do you want to have more pottery classes in your life? Does the highest version of yourself love to create? Well then, start working towards doing that. The purpose of really tapping into that highest version of yourself is so that you can make choices in your everyday life that are aligned with becoming that version of you. So if that version, if that highest version of yourself doesn't feel good in the job you're in, you start looking for a job that fills up your life or you maybe start your own business. Those are choices that you can make that are aligned into the, who the highest version of yourself is going to be. If that highest version of yourself values um, the feeling of wellness and vitality, you're going to make choices in your everyday life that are in alignment with that. So you'll eat foods that nourish your body. You won't beat yourself up for having treats. Um, you'll make exercise a priority. These are the things that you need to focus on. So that highest version of yourself is your blueprint. It is your soul's blueprint and it is who you are becoming. Each piece of growth that you add into your life is just another piece of the puzzle that lets you come closer to that highest version of yourself. And your choices are so powerful. So Make the choices that are in alignment with that highest version of yourself. And if you don't make a choice that is in alignment with that highest version of yourself, that is okay too. Don't beat yourself up for it. Just choose again. Every mistake, every failure in life is just more experience and more growth under your belt. So let yourself just figure things out. Take some pressure off. And if you are feeling all of the pressure of the end of the year and the new decade, just tell that pressure to let go fuck itself because <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need it. You have got this. You're exactly where you need to be. Just keep moving forward. Take the time for yourself to honor what you've been through, to call in what you want to call in, and just keep going because you've got this. And don't let anybody make you feel bad about yourself because you don't think that you're in the right spot or they're telling you that you need to be a different way. Be in alignment with who you are and trust that your soul, that you know what is best for you. So if setting resolutions feels good, then do it. If it doesn't feel good, then don't do it. Find a way to honor the years, to honor yourself, and to call in the new things in the way that feels best for you. 
because no one else can live your life for you. Your life is for you and only for you. And you can choose to live it in a state of alignment and joy and bliss, or you can choose to live it in a state of pressure and discomfort and resentment and burnout. You get to choose. So I am wishing you all such an amazing end of this year, end of this decade, an upcoming year and decade. Always trust yourself and know that you are right where you need to be. I love you guys so much. You're amazing. And if you want help moving forward, reach out to me and talk to me about one-on-one coaching. Like I said, you have to do the work, but you don't have to do it alone. So if coaching is something that's been calling to you, you're curious about it, even if there's fear there, just reach out to me. We can hop on a call. We can chat. See if it's right for you. And if it's not right for you at this time or I'm not right for you, that's totally okay. Totally okay. You have to do what's absolutely best for you. And I'm just here as your guide. I also have a free community. The link is in the show notes. It's the Soul Service Community on Facebook. You can also join that too because we're building a beautiful community of spiritual seekers where you can support one another. And, and feel that connection. So whatever you are being called to do, whether it's to do one-on-one coaching, to join a free community, just take a step and reach out. I love you guys. Have a great day and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. Do you want to feel powerful, vibrant, and happy in your daily life? Get in on my free Walk Your Path to Power Challenge. Head on over and join me at AnastasiaBurtnick.com forward slash power. If you love what you heard today, I would be over the moon if you could leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.